Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end. It is the series wrap-up of Transformers Armada. This is the end, my only friend. This is a horrible Jim Morrison, isn't it? <laughs> um, the last time at Transformers Armada, uh, the Autobots and the Decepticons finally united to destroy Unicron, who then wasn't destroyed, and also Galvatron was destroyed, but probably not really. Uh, and now, we'll, we'll, should we just jump into... Actually, dear listener, this was... Because this was just one big season, kind of, unless you listen to Tubi, and maybe it's four, but who knows? Uh, Paul and I, are, we, we've got our favorites and least favorites for our, the second half, but we also kind of have this series, so we're going to break this into two episodes. I know you love it when we do that. Uh, <laughs> and this episode is, is really just going to be, well, this is going to be the, the Debbie Downer episode. It's going to be our least favorites. Yeah, we're going to get all the negative stuff out of the way first. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, dear listener, you know how we do it. It's, uh, this uh, series is going to be our, our, or this episode is going to be our least favorite Decepticons, Autobots, Child, we all know who that's going to be, <laughs> and uh, episode as well. Um, Paul, do you want to start it off? Who is your least favorite Decepticon for the second half of this series? For the second half, absolutely, it was Tidal Wave, because he is just so... Ridiculous. Like, they introduce him as this, like, oh, it's uh, Tidal Wave, the Decepticon commander from the planet Debola, whatever it is. And he, he was leading his troops in battle for you and everything. But th- this guy's a Decepticon commander. Like, all he does is say his own name like a fucking Pokemon. Like, yeah. like Tidal Wave. Like, all this guy was missing was, like, the bell pull rope, like, from the Adams family. Like, you rang. Not even an explanation. Yeah. For how he can link with Megatron, as he just does. Like, if you can do that, you should already be aware of this guy. Why did you need to be introduced to him? Really? And like, at least with Overload, Overload's only purpose was combined with Optimus. Tidal yeah. Wave, yeah. <laughs> it, it introduced as a character, as this big threat. And yeah, he basically comes out with, with Fire Bad or Fire Burn. And like, you know, it's just... He was a bit of a, a wasted potential, which the show had in spades. But <laughs> he, his, so I, I'm with you there. It wasn't my choice, but my choice kind of went along the same vibe. I chose Wheeljack because it was just a complete waste of potential. He came in as this cool guy who could go up against Hotshot, who we already know is a badass. And and there was so much background. And then he just turned into one of the Three Stooges. Yeah, especially when he's uh, like... When the, after they worked together for a little bit, he's like, "All right, bye. I'm I'm still a Decepticon. See you later." Like, really? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That was the at least that would have been something where he could have come back and said, "Oh, he had character and he grew," or I don't know. But yeah, for such a cool character coming in, he just went and not only to the Three Stooges, but like to the back of the Three Stooges. Megatron yeah. would talk to Demolisher or Cyclonus before he would talk to Wheeljack. Plus, he looked so much like G1 Sideswipe. Oh, yeah. Like, why, yeah. why couldn't they have called that character Sideswipe and just had it done? What is this obsession with these shows with naming a character Wheeljack that is nothing like G1 Wheeljack? Let's let's open that Pandora's box later on, <laughs> maybe even in the next episode, because that's a real issue. That's And that is something I want to talk about, is why did they... It's like they tried to make, or they tried to choose the wrong names. Always. 
place. <laughs> anyway, um, who, if, if you had to choose a, a least favorite for the Decepticon for the entire series, Paul, who would it be? Well, last time I picked Cyclonus, and this time it was Tidal Wave, but I think for the entire... Th- I, I think I'd still go Tidal Wave, but I'm kind of also leaning towards Thrust. Because he was just wasted potential again. Like, Thrust is closer to G1 Starscream. Really, Very if you think about it, he's so. he, the usurper kind of thing. And, and for what it's worth, Starscream is closer to G1 Cyclonus. Yeah. And that yeah. he's got a loyalty to the cause and there's a thing he believes in. And I mean, the, the craving for peace aside, but he had character and he had he had morals, yeah. to, despite how evil they were. Um, my least favorite for the entire series was Megatron because he just he constantly annoyed me throughout the series just by always making the wrong choice and just never believing what was in front of his face. Well, that and he can't really seem to make up his mind about how he feels about Optimus. Like, when Optimus is defeated, I think more than once he's like, Optimus! Like, oh, I can't believe you would let yourself be destroyed. And then when Optimus is beating the shit out of him, he's like, oh, yeah, that's the Optimus I know and love. And it's like, what? (laughs) I get they're trying to go for that thing of, like, you know, love-hate relationship, but it's just, it's so up and so down. So, uh, I guess we'll move on. Autobot, Paul, who is your least favorite Autobot from the second half? I went with most of them because they're they're cardboard cutouts like yeah. hoist was boring as hell when he could have been ironhide blur was boring scavenger was boring until he had that absolute what the fuck moment beating the shit out of hot shot <laughs> at least it was something and sideswipe was annoying but at least he had character and he was like you know the eager new guy and even red alert he was just rhinox like on monitor duty oh, but yeah. my actual answer is Jetfire, because he's supposed to be second in command of this outfit, but when it comes time to step up, he's like, no, no, you do it. Like, And he's just this arrogant jerk. He, like, he reminded me a bit of, um, oh, what was it, Ariel? Uh, Slingshot in G1, where he's, like, condescending to everybody that can't fly. Yeah, yeah. And, and until he sees Sparkplug working away, and then Ratchet needs to take a break or something. But but this guy never, uh, he's, he's just a dickhead there was again potential where because he talks a big game even when he's by himself there were scenes where he'd be walking through a hallway going why am i on guard duty i'm the best fighter there yeah is. i'm so, the so he believes that. warrior in the universe yeah but <laughs> we needed that scene where he was a coward and said you go do it but then it there was kind of that one scene in the last couple episodes where Hotshot was going to go to Unicron and Jetfire stopped, like, punches him in the gut, I think. He's yes. like, this is for me. But what the, we needed was a bigger moment of that where Jetfire's like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then he has to step up. And he becomes brave and he really does step into the shoes of that boastful idiot. Yeah. Like, why is he second in command if he's such a unwilling leader, I guess. Uh, who knows? I, well, he, here's my question. Why is Optimus Prime in command? Because he oh, was yeah, my least point. favorite of the second half. <laughs> but he, he was my least favorite of the second half because he's an idiot. And he was my least favorite of the entire series because he's an idiot. And again, it's like, are they intentionally writing Gary Chalk's Optimus as an idiot? <laughs> or or does he just bring that to the character? Yeah, yeah. If I had to define the two Optimuses, the two Primes, or not Primes, two Optimuses in, in a phrase... Peter Cullen would be, you know, freedom is the right of all sentient beings. And Gary Chalk would be, let's give them another chance. <laughs> and everybody go to bed. Yeah. Oh, yes. Every, oh, I know. You know what? It's that. Every, I guess it's both. Because he consistently does that thing of, we have to let Megatron try. If there's a, a 1% chance, he might be a good guy. <laughs> it's like, do you even watch the Transformers? <laughs> 
he might blow up 19 planets to do it, but we have to give him a chance. To- yeah, that's like he's <laughs> he's only killed 17 people so far, right? <laughs> Let's give him a chance and let him hang out in that playground. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, he he just he bugged me. And I, it's it's at the point now where like you said, I, I honestly don't know if he is getting parts handed. Gary Chalk is having these parts handed to him that are dumb, or he's <laughs> somehow like, manipulating the part and playing it that way consistently. I kind of wish that he was playing Optimus Primal in the new Bumblebee movie, or Rise of the Beast, whatever it's called, because then it would be like, oh, okay, I get to see him on big screen and see if he really is a schmuck. <laughs> If he's consistent after all these years. <laughs> okay. Uh, least favorite child of the second half, Rad? Uh, well, it's a two-way tie between Rad and Carlos. And okay. I think I said this about Nick and GoBots. Like, it's a good thing Rad is pretty because he's not only stupid, but he's reckless. Like, oh, let's go take the Minicons and go live on a farm forever and not tell the Autobots. Yeah, oh that can only God. end well. And, yeah. <laughs> and Carlos is just as annoying. Like... The only thing he said or did in the second half that made any sense at all was when he asked Rad, like, are you fucking drunk or whatever he says to him, <laughs> like, when Rad says he knew Highwire a long time ago. Because, yeah. Because, like, at that point in the episode, there was no reason to believe that was a thing. Yeah. Ra- the Rad one thing Carlos- with Carlos that they never really fleshed out is, because Rad says, you know, Carlos is an awesome skateboarder. He might even turn pro someday. They never did anything with that after the first episode. Like, it would have been really cool if, you know, he's driving down the road on Grindor or something. He has to do some crazy Tony Hawk shit to get around Decepticons and grab a Minicon. Like, that would have been kind of cool to see. Yeah. they. To be fair, they never did anything with any of the kids. Like, Alexis was supposed to be this astrology, not astrology, like ast- astronomy kind of... I don't know. She did stuff on her computer, and she yeah. knew how to trace, track things. And there were a couple episodes in the first half where she used the computer and stayed back with Red Alert, but it, it didn't become a thing. And and you're right, Carlos never became the pro skater, never got to show off his moves. None of them involved a character except for Fred being hungry. Yes. <laughs> What are we going to eat? <laughs> what are we going to eat? Um, my, I'll, I'll go right into my least favorite for the uh, series. It is Rad and his entire family and any possible children he'll ever sire. <laughs> well, his dad's like, yes, son. Oh, I'm dead, dead inside. <laughs> Half asleep. Oh, boy. I shouldn't be driving. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, 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 they're just... Uh, it, he is, you know what, it's, how long can we sit here and hate on Rad? He does dumb things, he puts the universe in danger, he's a schmuck. Uh, the only thing I like about Rad is every once in a while he looks at the screen in such a way that I can make the sound, and then that makes me giggle. That's the only benefit of Rad. It's like the fucking guys in, uh, what was that GoBots episode where the guys fix up Turbo? Nah, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly, that's just my favorite thing, dear listener. If you want to giggle like I do when you're watching a show, the second a character kind of looks a little confused or stares at the screen or off in the distance, just go, <laughs> and it will make you laugh every time if you're as immature as I am. Uh, so that's that's all the characters really. Um, I don't think any big surprises. Let's. I've got. I've got more than just two here, but uh, let's get into least favorite episodes, Paul. What was your least favorite episode in the last twenty six episodes of the second half? I'd have to say Runaway, the one where they take the mini cons to the farm because <laughs> it was just stupid. Like there was just absolutely no point. Like they teleported Megatron 
inside the barn? <laughs> like, what was uh, in the, the mini cons are on the bus wearing disguises, and Yo, this lady that thinks tough. that high wires beeps and boops. <laughs> oh, that's your language. Like, no, it's a fucking robot wearing a hat. Like, <laughs> it beeps and poops. Oh. You know what? I would have loved to see from that episode is all the the setup shots that we never see. Like, I would like to see Megatron teleporting into the barn and then having to sit down and cover himself in garbage. <laughs> yes. I would like seeing the minicons have to try to put on clothes. Like, that would have been all the how the hell did they get here questions i wanted to see that and yeah so that was one of my two was was runaway and it's the beginning of rad rad like you know the kids always have this mini cons no don't put yourself in danger even though that's legitimately and literally what you were built for yes (laughs) but anyway but but that episode runaway was where like the this stupid idea of the minicons, let's keep the minicons safe, that the kids were playing with, literally put everything in danger. Yeah, but how are they going to be any more safe on a farm? Like They weren't. They, they weren't. And that's why Rad's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> my other one was, uh, least favorite in the second half, was Miracle. No, I, I didn't dislike it as much as Runaway, but it was definitely a least favorite. It's muddled. And... Um, it removed all the weight of Optimus's death. Like you needed two or three episodes before two he comes episodes. back. <laughs> but but you, you, like you need at least that, and and, then, and like that's that's when you get past the oh he's dead moment, and then you have like two or three episodes of Hot Shot running the show, or, yes. or and you show that the team isn't working together. Because anyway. Hot Shot never got from Hot Rod to Rodimus. He was just okay. Now you're in charge. Okay, I guess I'll do it till we get home, and that was it. Like, he, he he didn't really learn anything. I mean, after that, he kind of seems to have some authority with the Autobots. Maybe he's, you know, higher up the ladder, but he, he never got to be... They never treated him like the boss, kind of thing. No, that's true. Because even when he did, like, what do you want me to do? Well, what do you want to do? I was like, <laughs> oh, and that first moment with the minicons, he's like, okay, so I'm your new leader. Uh, you don't have to hang around. Uh, if you show up tomorrow, I guess that's okay. It's like, inspire some confidence, dude. You know what Hotshot needs to do? As, as much as, you know, spoiler, he's going to be my favorite Autobot, but he, he needs to sit down and watch Braveheart and just watch that, <laughs> they may take our lives, they'll never take our freedom moment. And that's, then they're going to say that to the Minicons. Yeah, throw the sword up the battlefield. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, um, least favorite episode from the entire Transformers Armada series. I am still going with Ruin. The one where they went to Atlantis, that was just absolutely stupid. Like Pretty dumb. The Minicons landed on Earth millions of years ago, right? And there's dozens of these things. Why is only one of them underwater? Like, the planet is three quarters covered in water, and it's changed drastically since millions of years ago. Like, why is there only one underwater? And why aren't more of them, like, buried deep in the Earth? Because, Paul, that was the only place you could put a minicon underwater where there was somehow light and oxygen and (laughs) photosynthesis. And a hologram of a girl that this kid gets absolutely obsessed about. Like, they just beat him over the head with it like dude she died thousands of years ago she's <laughs> and he, she's not real and he still chooses not to believe he's like yeah i know but i'm just gonna believe she's alive and happy somewhere man <laughs> which oh you know what just to go back to carlos for a bit and i know i just did it but like the whole you know caucasian like canadian dude doing a, a thick forced latino accent is 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just, it's cringy. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, Ruin was dumb. Ruin was one of those episodes that just... I don't. I can't even remember who wrote it. I didn't write down the, the writers of the of the episodes I disliked. But it's it's it is a dumb episode. <laughs> it was not good. And then when they find the minicon, it's just right there in plain sight. Like that's not hidden. Oh, how often did that happen? Giant battle, big uh, adventure, save the kids, and then like two minutes before the episode ends, somebody goes, "Hey, what's that?" <laughs> yeah. There's the minicon. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite, Paul, for the entire series was a tie. Um, okay, Ruin was bad, but I would have had to put that just be- behind these two. It was a tie between Chase and Carnival. <laughs> Both uh, Rio Motohiro, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Chase was the one I compared to Sandstorm from Robotech, I think, where they're flying in space. Never watched it. But or just running in space. Yeah, where Rand has that weird dream. Yeah. It's one of those episodes that, like... Do you remember Reboot, how it was, like, inside a computer? And that's not how computers work, but at least they were getting, like, terminology right, and there was a local bus, and there were there were things that, that were actual computer things yeah. just, you know, presented in a uh, stylized format. This was like, oh, we're in cyberspace because there's a floating polygon. Like, that's it. <laughs> and, and then none of it the made internet. any sense. It was, you know, this dumb Matrix thing. It was just so stupid, and the kids could fly, and I couldn't. I, I cannot stand the ha ha you're trapped in the Matrix episodes. They they bother me. They bother me as movies. It's a Wonderful Life is a cheap, crappy, schmaltzy Christmas movie that that uses a non-threat to like it is lit. Oh, okay, I'm not going to get into that movie, but <laughs> I do not like the it was all a dream or you no. were in a Matrix kind of thing. It's just it's weak writing in my opinion. I never liked it, but Carnival wasn't in a dream. And it was the reason I really didn't like Carnival is that it was the first episode where I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on with this series? Well, yeah, because the, they have the minicons out walking around with d- tons of people around. And like, they're just like, oh, yeah, they're the robots. It's fine. No, like, no, it's no big deal. Oh, it's a robot. Everybody knows robots. I have robots. You have robots. All robots. But oh, my God, it's a transformer. <laughs> it's just. Dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. It, it, it was the it was the first crack in the veneer, or the first real crack in the veneer. I, veneer before that, I was like, okay, bad dialogue, kids being dumb. That's that's kind of Transformers. I like the camp of that, but <laughs> there was good action and the and the animation was solid. But then at that point, I was like, oh wait, there's no consistency in this world. Oh, isn't that the one where uh, Fred and Vaughn are flying around in the balloon and they can't figure out? Yeah, how to, yeah. like why didn't you just let go as soon as you? Uh, anyway, because there's no consistency. They're dumb sometimes and smart the others. Okay, that's you know what, dear listener, that's enough negativity. And I know it's a lot of negativity for one episode. The next one's going to be a lot better. But before we finish this off, Paul, because we've mentioned them a few times, let's just talk about the mini cons. This is this was our first. Like we we've never watched anything like Headmasters or whatnot, no. where there was a companion robot. This is our first real companion robot piece. What did you think of the mini cons themselves? They were basically just Pokemon for the first, I would say, three quarters of this series. We got to get them all, but once they got them, they didn't do anything with them. Like the the only ones that really did anything were like Highwire, Shershock, and Grindor, and then on the Decepticon side, Leader One. I I don't even think it was more than two or three times. He actually did anything meaningful with Megatron, and then Swindle with Starscream. It wasn't much more than that either. But uh, the, the only, and then 
demolisher with uh, his guy. Yeah, there were the, uh, I guess, nine minicons who made, like, the Requiem Blaster and the Star Saber and the uh, Boom Boom Shield. And it would have, the series would have had more weight if it was, like, we have to find these nine minicons. Like, these are the specific, we have to chase them down rather than just, oh, the computer told us there's another minicon. Everybody warp away. Boom, 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 boom. That's that's the Transformers music. But um, (laughs) it's... Two things really bothered me about it. One was just this, like, got to catch them all, like you were saying, the Pokeformers, but then how quickly it was thrown away. Um, until they came back with Unicron as just this deus ex. Like, oh, Unicron's about to destroy Cybertron. Okay, the Minicons got in the way. So the Transformers will go off and do this thing, and we're about to get blown up. Oh, the Minicons blocked the blast, and they just, they neutered the threat of Unicron at every turn. Which... Begs the question, like, why did the Minicons ever need the Transformers? <laughs> like, if they can defeat Unicron, why were they uh, servants, basically, to the Transformers in their war? Why didn't weren't they just like, you know what? Fuck you. We're not playing. <laughs> the other, the other thing that kind of irked me about the Minicons was their size, because the, most of them are Earth-based vehicles. Yeah, and like if it's if it's a, a car, it's far too small for a human to drive in. <laughs> like high wire like and sure shock power makes sense. wheels thing. Yeah, yeah, but 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 um, it, it's just it's clear that it was just look. We've got two different toy lines. And we figured out how to make the little toys click onto the big toys. There's your toy line, real Moto Hero. Write a series around that. And you know what? As much as we dumped on the guy, he 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 pulled it out of his ass, and it it the collect them all thing was, um, it was something. When you have to figure out why do these little yeah why why are these alien robots in the shape of Earth based vehicles but too small for a human to drive in them? It makes no sense, and they never actually really joined like a headmaster would. They just clip on your shoulder or onto your leg. Yeah, like it doesn't even form a different. Well, I think Hotshot's. No, uh, no, Jolt was the helicopter thing on his back. But one of them didn't it transform into his gun. But yeah. but most of the time, yeah, it, it's just like later one is just a car yeah. sitting on Megatron's shoulder. Yeah, I, I wish we could come up. Like, I tried to think of my favorite Minicon. But then I realized none of them had enough personality. Like, obviously, I do not like Highwire. But that's just because he was written in as suddenly I can talk and I know everything and I didn't tell you before. <laughs> but I bring you it, love. Like, there was... I can't think of a... When when Sparkplug showed up, I was like, yeah, we can make Sparky jokes. Ha <laughs> whiskey. But, <laughs> you know, and then there was the leader one thing where we're like, oh, GoBots. That's, so it sparked some conversation. But at the end, like you were saying, leader one helped Megatron maybe twice. And it was just to shoot his dick gun. <laughs> dick gun. I think the, the, the one of the guys that formed the, the Requiem Blaster, though, the one that turns into the rocket. I forget his name now. But uh, Sky Blast, maybe. He kind of had a little bit of, he never said anything, but uh, a little bit of personality where he kind of, because first he was like trying to get away from them and then he real, then he summons his buddies from the moon and wherever the other guy was. Yeah, but that's kind of hits on the point I was saying is that, you know, he there were, there were some I liked, but you can't remember their names. Yeah. Like Demolisher's <laughs> Minicon. I like that little back and forth they had where he he's like, no, I got to save you. And then Hot Shop Brown. But I couldn't tell you the name of his Minicon to save my life. Blaster, maybe? I don't know. Uh, well, even when you look on the wiki, which you and I generally don't do until we're done with the series, and it lists all these Minicons in the episode, I'm like, where the hell are the pe- people getting the names for these fucking guys? <laughs> like, Some of them are They never said them, I mean, unless you had the toy, I guess. But 
Okay, dear listener, that was a long episode and we got all our least favorites out of the way. So our next episode in a few days, we're gonna hit you with everything we liked about this show. And and I'm gonna say this, if we had that much to say about what we didn't care for, what we found our least favorite in Transformers Armada, I only hope we're going to have a, a lot to really positive to say about it. There's some, look, I, I got, there I got are some, some good things about this show. Oh yeah. I got some great things to say about Hotshot and Starscream coming up. I, I have some good stuff to say about some of the kids and I've, I've got a number of episodes I really liked. And then maybe we'll just talk more about Armada in general. It was, well, you know what? I'm not going to say anything now, Paul. I'm going to wait till the, the next time. And if you can't wait till the next time, dear listener, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sylvie. Paul's at pmcpherson1. And you can email the show, transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, Transformers next time. See you later. No, no, you do it.